The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Gemara Nedarim Daf Sadi. Today's Daf is being studied by Adun Shmat Marzikinin by Yosef Ben Sarah. Today's Daf is being studied by Adun Shmat Abraham Ben Esther. We have shipped in Hamburg and Eden. Amen. Ashlema Moshe Ben Dina Sarah Bat. We are holding on Petet Amud Bet and we are starting from Gavra, five lines from the bottom. Let's just review very quickly. We did have a very important fundamental machloket in the Darim between Chachamim and Rabbi Natan. The machloket stems on the concept can a husband be mefed and neder before the neder actually goes into effect. According to Rabbi Natan, you cannot be mefed and neder as a husband until the neder actually was hal. For example, a person, let's say, made a neder with a condition. Now, if I do this, then the neder is going to be hal. So until they do that, so the neder is not hal, you cannot be mefed something. But according to Achimim, no. You can be mefed in certain cases, even before the neder went into activation, you can stave it off by making a hafarab. That we saw in the last suggest. So now the Gemara is going to discuss this issue. There was a fellow. The Itzar Anayata the Alma. Right? He was Osir himself from having Hana'ah from the entire world. If he gets married, before he learns Torah. Which means he wanted to uh, incentive, make an incentive for him to go study Torah. So what do you do? He says, listen, I'm not going to have Hana'ah from the entire world if I get married as an Amaris. Different means i got to learn Torah first, and if I get married when I don't know Torah, the whole world is going to be forbidden to me. Hmm. He went very diligently, he took his gapa, his stick, uh, would be like his, uh, his, uh, his purse, which means he went diligently to try to go study Torah, you know, try to make the best uh, learning, but he wasn't successful. He, he didn't become a Tamil uh, Hakam, he did not study. So technically now, if he gets married, the whole world's going to be forbidden to him. So what happened? Ravaha comes to him and tells him, he tricked him. He told him, you know what, don't worry, if you get married, nothing's going to happen. You'll be mutar. Don't worry about your nidr. Don't get married. Okay? So he got married. Now what happened? And then the rabbi went and he dirtied the hatan's clothes. What is he trying to show him now? And now you need the people. <laughs> now you need to go and uh, uh, get a, a cleaners to come clean the clothes that uh, dirtied the uh, garment. He wants to show him that you need the people now. But the problem is, he just got married, he's Amaris, so the Nidr kicked in. What was the Chokmah of the Rabbi then? So the Gibran says, the Kamid Rav Hazda. So the guy came in front of Rav Hazda, Amar Rav, he wants to make a Farad Nidarim. He says, do me a favor, I need the people. My, my, my garments are already dirty, I'm not married for a little while already, and now I need to, 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 to benefit from the people. But I made a Nidr. Amar Rav, man hakim ne'ibad ki hai milta. What a smart man that he did such a thing to you, that he told you to get married. Must be Rav Ravuna. I gave you this idea. The He's a great man. The Kasabar, the Kasabar holds. just like the They argue by Hafara. Can a husband make Hafara on a Nedir? That was not activated yet. So they also hold the same mahlukit by Sheila. Can a rabbi go and be uh, Shu'el? Can a person go be Shu'el to a rabbi before the neder is activated? And therefore what? Says the rabbi was very smart because before you got married, the neder was not activated. Correct? Which means the neder is unconditional. I'm forbidden to the whole world until I get married. Before he gets married, there's nothing. So you cannot make Sheila. At least according to the Binatan. Because just like the Binatan says you can, a husband cannot be mifir and neder before it becomes into activation, so too a rabbi cannot be shu'el on a neder until it actually comes to activation. What a smart rabbi that was. What did he do? He got you to get married. Once you got married, now the neder is. How? Then what did he do? He forced you to make a farai. He dirtied your clothes, now you need the people. So obviously, what was the chokmah of the rabbi? Even though according to Rabbanan, they would say you can make a farah that even uh, before the nidr is activated. But the rabbi wanted to be mahmir to cover all she taught. Mm-hmm. So therefore he got you to get married, 
and uh, he told you, don't worry, nothing's going to happen. And then what? He, he brought you to the Hafarat, the Darim, or She'ilat, Hakam, being Mahmir in all the Shitot. So that was the Chokmah of Rav Achabar Ravuna. Okay? That was where the situation was. Now again, he could have followed a banan. But the, the Chokmah was that when he, he wants to put him in a position where everybody will be uh, accepted in the halakha. So therefore he did it by getting him married. Now it's activating Khutabinatan. You can make a. That's one way of learning. However, the Yabra said, Rabbi Amar, Machloket, Pahafara. The Machloket was by Hafara, it's by the husband. The Rabbi Natan Savar, Ena Baal Mefer. That the husband cannot be Mefer, Ena Imken Hal Neder. Until the Neder is actually Hal, they bring a source. The Hafra Halibana. So they learn this Pasuk as saying like this. The Hafra is like saying the Hafara. Person can make a Hafara when? Halibana. If there's a Binyam. You can only make hafara if there's a building there. Somebody's got to be there. Which means the neighbor's got to be there for hafara to be hal. That's the way Rabbi Natan learns. The hafara alibana. Again, derasha. The hafara that you can make hafara is only alibana if there's a binyan, if there's something, if there's a structure there. Good. But Abanan Savri, Baal Mefer, Afalpi, Shelo Hal Neder. The husband can be Mefer even if the neighbor was not hal yet. Dikhtiv. Mefer machshevot arumim. That you're able to be mefer even something that's even in the machshava. Even something that's not a neder yet, just a thought, you could be mefer. That's the source of the hachamim. Aval b'she'elah. Oh, but when it comes to going to a rabbi, devrakol en hacham matir klum en imken hal neder. Also, the pepez learning that there's no machloket by hacham. By going to a hakam, everybody holds. You have to, the hakam can only be mati the neder if the neder is actually hal. Dikhtib with this source, lo yahel devaro. From the word that says lo yahel, it means like this. The fellow himself cannot be okir a neder that was hal. Mashi'enken, somebody else would be able to be okir a neder that was hal. The fact says lo yahel, yahel is nashon halut, that was hal. Lo yachel, he cannot, a fellow himself who made the neder, he cannot uproot the neder that was hal, but somebody else uh, can, but it's got to be hal. So therefore from that pasuk, everybody learns that a hacham can only be matir nedarim if it was activated. Okay, so comes Gibran says, Lema let us bring a proof to this shitav, uh, that holds everybody says the neder has to be hal to make she'elat hacham. Kunam she'eni nene lefloni. My guy comes along and says, "Listen, I'm making a a a, a neder that what he's forbidding himself. To, uh, he's forbidding his uh, um, his nechasim to somebody. Which means uh, I am not going to give any hanaah to so and so. Again, kunam she'eni nene lefloni. I'm not going to be mehane to give hanaah to so and so. Ulmi she'eshal alav. And then he says, and to the rabbi that I go and Make she'ela on this neder, that rabbi is also going to become asur. Which means, he's making two nederime. Number one, I'm sitting myself to give hana'at to Mr. A. And the rabbi that I go to be sho'el, he's going to now be asur to benefit from me as well. Okay, that's the, uh, that's the, uh, the two nederime he makes. Now, nish'ala larishon, ve'akak nish'ala lasheni. So what does it say? When he goes to the rabbi, first he has to be sho'el on the first neder. Mr. A. Then once he's Shu'ilah Mr. A, the rabbi's neder now becomes activated. Right? Because the one that's Shu'ilah on the neder. So therefore, he, he, he only becomes Asur once he is Shu'ilah the neder. So first you Shu'ilah the neder on Mr. A, then you Shu'ilah the neder on the rabbi. So what do you see is happening over here? It seems the rabbi can only be Shu'ilah the darin that have activation. That was hal. Because that neder on the A was hal already. Right? And then once already he's Shu'el on A, now the rabbi's neder is activated. Therefore he does first first one, then the second one. So the Gemara says, the Yamart nishal hal neder. And if you tell me that why he can be Shu'el, even before the neder is hal, Iba'ayal hain nitshil b'nesha, Iba'ayal hain nitshil b'nesha. Do whatever you want first. What do you care what you've done first? Let him go to the rabbi and say, I made a neder against Mr. A, and a neder against the rabbi that's going to be Shu'el. Okay, you know what? Uh, do the she'ilah one first. Does, uh, that, 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 do yours first. It's not hal. And the fact that you see, you have to go in order, 
You can only be mefinid that in that had activation that were hal. Kamara says, what are you talking about? Umiyada ihai kama ihai batra. Who told you when the Braita said that you do Rishon and then you do Shini? Who told you Rishon and Shini meant the first Nedir and the second Nedir? Rishon and Shini means the first one that he goes to be Mefer. It doesn't mean the first one that he made. It means he does the first one, I mean the first Nedir, whatever first one, whichever one it is, and then he does the second one. I mean you do separately. Do do the Hakam one first, and then you do the, the second one. You do the Nedir against Mr. A. Just because it says Rishon and Shani doesn't mean the Rishon that he made, the Nedir, the second Nedir that he made. Rishon and Shani means the first Nedir and the second Nedir. His, the first one that he's Mefer, the second one that he's Mefer. So you have no Raya. Okay, again, makes the same nether. I'm not going to give any hana'a to Mr. A. And I accept on my by Pesach, when I make she'ilah that nether, I'm going to become a nazir. So again, there's a, there's a, there's a sequence over here. Uh, Mr. A, when I go to the rabbi to be she'il, at that point I'm going to become a nazir. So Gibra says, Nishal al Nidro. Well, first he goes to be Shuel on his Nidr against Mr. A. And then what happens? Now he becomes a Nazir. Then once that's activated, he's Shuel on his Nazirut. So you see again what? You need activation for the Hakam to be Shuel. The E Amat Nishal Afapishul Hal Nidr. If you tell me to make Shelai before the Nidr was Hal, E Ba'ayan Nidro it shield, Bidisha, E Ba'ayan Nidro it shield, Bidisha. Let him be Shuel on whichever one first. Let him even be shul on the nisirut first, even though it's not hal yet. Because if you say you can make shul on something that's not hal, let him do that one first. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Natani. Gemara answers, I can tell you that the author of this Braita is Rabbi Natan. And just like Rabbi Natan says, by hafara of the husband, you got to have activation before you mefer, he's the author of this Braita also. And he'll say what? That by Sheila the Hakam, you also need activation before you are mefer. But maybe the Hakimim argue. He says, Papi, who told you that everybody agrees you need to have the neder to be hal before the rabbi is shuel? Maybe this bright over here is only following the opinion of Rabbi Natan. The judge like Rabbi Natan said, Hafarat Baal. That what? It's got to be hal before the Baal makes hafara. So maybe he also also write a hakam. Also. Uh, but maybe the rabbis argue. So if the Papi tried to say, that what? That everybody agrees by She'ilat Chakam that you need Halut neder and the Gemara has not yet successfully brought a proof to prove that Shita comes the Gemara and says Amar Avina Amar di Moremor Hachi Amar Abuch Meshemeh Derav Papi This is what your father said in the name of Papi Machloket Bahafara Abal B'She'ila Devre Akol Matir Reverse Shita now. One Shita feels like this. By Hafara of the husband, every, everybody agrees there's an argument between Abin Atan and Hakamim. But by Shailat Hakam, everybody says you could be Mefed the Nedir, the Shailat Hakam, even before it's Hal. So it comes out so far now we have three different ways to learn Shailat Hakam. Is it a Mahloket by Shailat Rakam like it is by Afara. Is it Kule Alma you cannot be Mefer until it's Hal? Or is it everybody says you can be Mefer even though it is not Hal? There are three ways of uh, learning over here. Again, I repeat. In the first story, we had, uh, what was the rabbi? Ravacha Baravuna. Right? He made the guy get married. Why did he make the guy get married? To activate his nedir, so they can go be mefir. And what did uh, Rava, uh, what did Rav Hizda say when he was mefir the guy's nedir? What a hacham that rabbi was. You know why? Even though it's a machloket, Rabbi Natan and hachamim, he wanted to cover all bases. So he told you to get married, activate the nedir, be mefir the kula alma. So you see, according to that way of learning, it's a machloket even by she'elat hacham. Then we had Rav Papi. The Papi wanted to say, no, by She'ilat Hakam, everybody says, you cannot be mefer until the dead is actually hal. That what? Has to be hal. Now we're seeing a third version of the Papi that's saying what? 
the opposite. Everybody holds up by Shirat Rachem. You can even be mefed in it, even before it is hala. What's the source? Lo yachel devaro. The word lo yachel devaro, devaro means what? His words. Devaro is not mashmal ashon neder. Dibur is his words. Lo yachel devaro. The fellow himself who made the neder, it's not even a neder yet. Can, a person cannot profane his word. You cannot uh, okay your word. Mashma, somebody else can okay your word. Even though it's only words. Even though it didn't become yet a method. So then when you see from the word devaro, then you can even uh, 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 be mefed, uh, even before the method is activated. So that's Gemara says, lememra de lo hava be maaseh. And it teaches me what, that even though there's no maaseh, which means it's only a dibur. It's not even a neder, lo yachad devaro. Oh, he cannot do his debut, but somebody else can. So you see that the shita. So the Gemara says, "Oh, meti be." Now, whatever proof we brought to the last version, we're going to bring as a question to this version, because this version is saying, "Well, according to everybody, you don't need activation." Oh, what do you mean, meti be kunam shani nene lefloni? Right? I'm making kunam against Mr. A. Ulmishin ishal alav, and to the guy that's shoel, I'm going to be or send myself to the to that rabbi. Nishal al rishon, ve'akik nishal al-sheni. See what? What do we say? Yeshuel on the first one, then Yeshuel on the second one. Amai. Why do you have to go uh, in that order? Why do you tell me you have to be Shuel on the first one and then on the second one? Iba'ayal hainichil b'resha, v'ibayal hainichil b'resha. Which means again, let him be Shuel on whichever one uh, he wants. If you tell me you don't care, you don't, uh, you don't need to, to have it activated, so let him do either either one. Why is it saying Rishon and then Sheni? says, Who told you when it says Rishon and Sheni? It means necessarily the first one on Nidr A and the second one on the Hakam. Maybe you can do the Hakam first and then uh, the Nidr on the uh, fellow. And therefore you have no, no question against, which means it just, it just means you have to be Mifid both Nidarim. You do the first one, then you do the second one. Who told you the first one meant the first one on the day, then the, then the second one is on the Hakam? Maybe it's the opposite. So the Gemara says, okay. Gemara says, Meti, I beg another question. And this question is not going to be answered. Kunam she'ani nehene. I'm not going to have an'a, give an'a to Mr. So-and-so. Ve'arini nazilik she'ish'al alaf. Right? And I'm going to be a nazil when I go to be Shu'el. Nish'al al-nidro. So first you go Shu'el on the nedir. Ve'arkak nish'al al-nizro. What do you do first? First you go be Shu'el on the Nidr. Right? And then what happens? Right when you're Shu'el on the Nidr, you become a Nazir. So then you have to be Shu'el on the Nazirut. Oh, ve'amai. Iba'ya al-Nidron nishil b'resha, iba'ya al-Nizron nishil b'resha. What's the difference? If according to what you're saying now, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be activated according to everybody, let him do whichever one he wants. And you can't answer me that this is going according to the Binatan, because you're saying according to everybody, you don't need the Nidr to be activated. So therefore, who's this going like? What do you, what is, what do you need to break the neder first against Mr. So-and-so and then break the nezirut? The Chaurai should be able to do it in any way you want. And don't tell me oh, this is Rabbi Natan. Because you hold it but by Hakam being Shoel neder, everybody holds it doesn't have to be activated. Yabarak concludes, Tiyufta, it is indeed a question. So it comes out, now we have to really see the Inyan of the Halachana. comes out now, like I said, we have... Uh, different ways of learning this uh, sugya. Everybody agrees that by hafara, which is that's a husband, being mefed his wife's uh, vows, everybody knows it's a machloket. Between Rabbi Natan and Hachamim. Rabbi Natan says that it has to be actually hal before the husband can be mefed, whereas according to uh, Rabbanan, they can even be mefedit before it is hal. That is, that there's no argument that there's an argument. Okay? The machloket that we have over here between the rabbis today is the a hakam. Hakam that can be a shu'el a nidr, because you can go to a rabbi as well. We saw one shita that's mashma, it's a machloket there as well. One shita that said it's not a machloket, meaning everybody says it's got to be activated before the rabbi gets involved. And another shita that said it's no machloket, everybody says you don't have to have the nidr to be activated for the hakam to be shu'el. So now we have to see who do we take in the Halakha. So let's go back to the Ran. The Ran is on the bottom of Sadi Amud Rishon. It is on the second wide, uh, first wide line, Ulinyan Halakha. Ulinyan Halakha, Kaimalan Kerabbanan. The Pedigi Aledri Binatan, the Amri de Baal Mefer, the Afapi Shelo Halan Neder. Good. 
we followed like the opinion of the rabbis, which is obvious, that what? That the husband can be mefed the neder even before the neder is hot, like the rabbis. Number one, the yahid v'rabim al-chakarabim. Right, very simple. It's the biratan against the rabbis. Always we go follow the majority. The od to the biakiva the amad the eshet ish amra ani nizidal eshet garesh v'rit garesha diyafir. We learned on yesterday's daf. Yesterday's daf we learned the opinion of biakiva. The biakiva said a guy's married. That right? lady makes a neder when she's married. She says, I am going to accept upon myself uh, this isur of natsin nizirut when I get divorced. So what did the Akiva say? That they didn't go after the time of when you said it. And Sifu, at the time that she said it, she was married, the husband has rights to be mefit, even though it wasn't activated yet. The activation is not going to take place until after the divorce. But Surah Akiva said you could be mefit than they did. Now, so what do you see? You see that you don't need the Nedid to be activated in order to make hafarah. Number one, you see it from Rabbanan. Number two, he said you saw it yesterday from the opinion of Rabbi Akiva, that the husband can be mefed in neder, even though the neder would not be hal until after a divorce. Okay, then he brings other ayot, but then he has a question. He says, maybe you're going to bring me a question that we go like Rabbi Natan. Why? Because didn't Rabbi Hizda praise Rabbi Chaba Ravuna? Rabbi Chaba Ravuna is the one that made the guy get married to activate it. So Rabbi Hizda says, wow, Gavra Rabbah did such a thing over here in order to fulfill all the shitot. Sounds like what? He was happy that he put him in a position to follow the Binatan, that he activated the Nether. So the Nether said, Yeah, no, yeah. He's praising him because it's very nice to be Mahmir. But that doesn't mean the Halakha is like that, which means he was Mahmir. He can cover himself on all bases. But that doesn't mean the Halakha is like the Binatan just because he praised him. So therefore, you have no Raya as well. And therefore, the Nether is clearly being Posek. When it comes to the husband, at least, it's clear that what? The husband can be Mifin and Darim, even before they are Hal. Now, that means what? Let's just speak this out. These are conditional nedarim. Because what's the case of a nedarim? Either she says, I'm, the nedarim is not going to be until after a certain period of time, until I get divorced, or she's making her nedarim contingent on something else. Because that, that's, that, that's a case where the nedarim is not hal immediately. So the Rav speaks out, Miu, look at the last paragraph. Which means it's talking about a case where, let's say, she made a uh, an edir, right? I am not going to be uh, my husband. Listen, I'm not going to be man my husband if I give hana'a to my father. That was the condition that she made. If I give an eye, if I give an eye to my father or your father, then I become forbidden to you. So that case over there, since on the side of the husband, it's a suffering neder. It's been the benah. She's forbidding uh, anah. And on the condition side as well, it's a very difficult neder to keep. It's almost inevitable that she's going to break it. Why? Because such a condition, she's misaired, she wants to give an to her father or to his father. And therefore, such a neder that like, it's almost inevitable that she's going to break on those types of neder that were not activated yet. The husband has the right to be nefer. Why? Because on his side, of course, it's been on the benah, because she's forbidding an And on the condition side, it's a type of neder that's an inevitable neder that's difficult for to, to keep this weekend, break it. Which means, but if it's an item that uh, she's able to fulfill, it doesn't cause a tsar, then even the rabbis will agree that you cannot be mefed and until the neder is hal. For example, she said uh, she's not going to give him hana'a if, uh, if she's going to bathe. Well, she's not going to give him hana'a if she, uh, if she eats fruit. So you don't eat fruit. Don't eat fruit, and then don't, don't, don't listen to your husband. In those cases over there, where the, 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 the neder doesn't have to be hal. You don't have to be mefed because already she's able to get around her, her condition. But in, only in a case where the condition is like an inevitable condition that she's going to break, and she'd have sa'afar. In those cases, so you can activate the 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 the, 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 the hafara even before it is ha'afar. That was it. Now, what is she'ilah? I mean, go to the rabbi. We discussed hafara now. Hafara, we go like rabbana. What about she'ilah? Kaimalam kenab papeh de'amar machloket b'hafara. Ava b'she'ilah, tevre'akol en hacham matir 
אלא אם כן חלה נדל. We went like the Papez opinions, everybody holds the needle has to be activated before the rabbi is Shoel. Good. Now, there's an interesting shita in this over here. When you're talking about going to the, to the rabbi, the needle has to be activated first, right? So, someone will learn a hadush. Ve'ika man de'amar de'afidu hache. האומר כונם עליי דבר פלוני לאחר שלושים יום. Let's say a lady says, this item is going to be forbidden on me after thirty days. מקרי, חלה נדר מקרי. It's considered that the נדר is חל already. וחכם מתיר. Interesting, how is that possible? Because they want to say like this, רבי נתן and the rabbis only argued that what? that a nidr has to be activated which means could be the makhloket of Rabbi Natan and the Hachamim when they said what, whether the nidr has to be activated or not that's on a nidr that might never be activated she was toled on something that might never happen so on such nidarim where the item might never happen the condition might never come true such a nidr is considered a nidr that is subject to the mahlukin. But on a nidr that vadai will be activated just a matter of time, it's considered as if it's activated now. And if what a guy says, or a lady says, my nidr is behind 30 days, it's automatically going to be activated, just a matter of time. So in such an item where the condition is an automatic, everybody agrees it's considered if it's activated, now you can go to the rabbi and be before the nidr. As opposed to, let's say, when the lady says, um, when I get divorced, who says she's going to get divorced? Or the lady says, uh, if I give Hana'at to my father. Or who says she give Hana'at to her father? On items that are not guaranteed to be fulfilled, where the nedir is pending, then we have a makhluk But some want to say, where the nedir is just a, a matter of time for it to kick in, everybody wants to say that the nedir is considered hal, and therefore you can go to the rabbi and be mefed the nedir as well. And for that matter, uh, the husband can be mefed the nedir as well. It's considered hal. So that's a very important condition that I'm throwing in over here. But then he comes along and says, I'm sorry, Deran likes the first shita better. He brings out another shita that says, someone say, no, we go, is the nedir hal? Yes or no? I don't care what type of nedir is it. Is it an automatic? Is it not an automatic? But Tanan likes the first shita better. So it comes out according to Tanan that we have a mahluket Rabbi Natan and Hakamim. Can a husband be mefed a neder that was not hal yet? What type of nederim are we talking about? A neder that might never be hal. But a neder that for sure will be hal, just a matter of time, everybody will agree that you can make a hafara. Now what would the nafkamina be? Nafkamina would be like this. Well, by, by, by the husband, anyway, we make him. We all like the rabbis. The husband can be mefed nederim that were not activated yet. That's for sure. The Hadush is that even by She'ilah, where we said everybody agrees you have to have the nedir to be hal before you go to the rabbi, if a nedir was made on the condition for 30 days, that's considered as if it was activated now, therefore you can go to the rabbi. That's the Hadush. <laughs> the Nafkamina will come out in She'ilah. Right? Since it's going to happen, you just have to wait for it to happen. It doesn't matter. That's considered as if the nedir is activated. Therefore you can go to the rabbi and be mefed such. comes out. Uh, fellow made a nedir, you know, I'm not going to eat uh, uh, grapes in 30 days. Now, nothing, nothing kicked in yet. According to the land, go to the rabbi right now. Go to the rabbi right now. Then. Now, if you made a nedir like this, I'm not going to eat grapes in 30 days if... I, I'm not, not going to eat grapes if I go visit this house. Now already, it's open-ended, which means that nedir is not hal. If he visits the house, now it's hal. Now we can go to the rabbi and make a havarah. But since that was not an automatic, so that's like, that's considered not hal, and therefore you cannot go make a she'elah. That is the shita of the ran. Comes the next mishnah. Barishonah, originally, hayu omrim, shalosh nashim yotzot venotlot ketubah. Three ladies... The husband must divorce the lady, can divorce the lady, but the lady still receives her ketubah, even though she's getting a divorce. Now, what are the three cases? So it says, Ha'omeret anilach. Case number one. Lady comes along and tells her husband, 
I am Tamir to you. What does that mean? She says, I went with another man. Now, let's, let's analyze the case ourselves. She went with another man, if we're talking about, let's say, a regular Yisrael. Yisrael married to a Yisrael, regular marriage. No coining. Let's just make it a case first. And she comes along and tells her husband, I went with another man. She loses a ketubah for sure. What's the question? Uh, she, of course, she divorced, that's for sure, and no ketubah. She went with another man willingly. So you're going to tell me, no, maybe she got raped. Maybe it was Anusa. Anusa, she doesn't have to leave her husband. Anusa, by a regular Yisrael, you can stay married. So the case must be talked about, I think what I was going to say, she's Eshet Kohen. She's the wife of a Kohen. And that's to pick it out. Well, a wife of a Kohen, if she went willingly, if she went willingly, she loses a ketubah and she gets divorced. It must be talked about an Eshet Kohen that got raped. They got Anusa. Now the law of Eshet Kohen, a Kohen is not allowed to be with his wife, even if she gets Anusa. That's Humrah. So divorce has to happen, but she gets a ketubah. You know why? Because she can come along and say, it's your mazal that you that that that, that, that you're kohen. I'm not. Uh, this this the hafas adew. Your your field went down. I'm not. Uh, that's not my fault. Which means if I was married to Israel, I would get my ketubah. So because I'm married to you now, I shouldn't get my ketubah. It's your mazal that uh, that, that you lose uh, this uh, thing over here. It's not my problem. You're a kohen. So therefore, she can get ketubah. So the case of uh, a lady that gets a divorce but gets ketubah, case number one is where she is, she says I went with another man, not I went with another man another man was me. good? ok, case number two Shamaim Beni Lebenecha she comes along and says uh, literally the sky, the heavens know what's going on between me and uh, Beni know what's going on well, what's going on? So the Dharan explains, it's talking about a lady over here, she comes along and says that the husband's zera is not yoreka hetz. In order for zera to, to impregnate a lady, it has to have a certain uh, uh, potency, where it's, it, it has a, a, a strength like, a, uh, like, like an arrow. It, it goes out like an arrow. Now she ain't can, this husband over here, she says, listen, God knows, it's only God knows this, besides them too, Hashamayim b'niyu b'necha. That your zera is not your rekahetz. Now, what's her, what's her claim? So what's a divorce? Which what's ketubah? Now, her claim cannot be, and therefore, we're not fulfilling priyavadibiyah. Because she's not obligated in the mitzvah priyavadibiyah. He, he's obligated in priyavadibiyah. So technically, the husband could say, what do you care? What's the difference? So the truth, that's my mitzvah. So her claim is not, I don't care about priyavadibiyah. But I'm concerned, I want a child to lean on. Which means when I get become an old lady, I want somebody to help me, bury me, things like that. So she, she, she wants a child just for, uh, for support, for, for physical support when she gets old. Oh, that already she has a claim. I don't care about But uh, God knows that you don't have uh, an ability to, 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 to father children. And therefore, uh, I want out. So the deen is divorce and she gets a ketubah. Because there she, she has a good claim. Case number three. Okay, she comes along and says, I'm forbidding myself to have tashmish of all the Yehudim, including the husband. Could be that she has a certain sa'ar from the tashmish. And therefore she's saying, uh, when the husband goes with us, she has a certain, like I said, a tsar, a certain pain and things like that. That I'll explain it on the third line. She asla ala atzman at tashmish kola Yehudim. Vekeman de muhammad at tashmish kashela. It's like she's getting anusa uh, each time. What are you going to get a forced wife to be with you in the Tashmi Sardiga? And I give her a divorce, but pay her the uh, Ketubah, because it's not, it's not a fault. Because those are the three cases where initially we say what? Once she just makes the claim, she does not have to bring proof. She just says, Temeani, Hashemai get Ketubah. However, the Mishnah says, Hazrul Omar. The rabbis came back and they said, no. Shelo te isha no tenet renea be'acher umkalkelet al ba'ala. What were they worried about? They worried about now that a lady is going to come along and use this power to go now be mekalkel. She's going to go to a different place. She's going to see a uh, fellow that she put her eyes on. So she's just going along to her husband and say, Temea anilach. Get a divorce and go uh, go marry his. Or it comes along and says, Get her money, go, go with the other guy. Or, or 
in this uh, case over here, which is the real case we're concerned about also, she's going to say, Nitula anim kola Yehudim. She made a neder. So go to a place where they didn't hear the neder. And therefore she'll go break her neder, she'll go with this guy, she'll get a divorce from this, but she has a neder on her. Nitula anim kola Yehudim. Because she forbade herself from the speech to everybody. So the Rad speaks out, Nitula anim Yehudim, third line, she asla al atzmanat, as we did that. Look at the, um, look at the next one. Hazul Omar. We don't want the lady to put her eyes on somebody. Right? She's going to make her kill the right? They're not going to recognize that who she is, not who, uh, what her neighbor was, and what's going to happen. So therefore, she's, gonna, she's doing it in order to, you know, to get out, in order to go marry somebody else. And in one case, she can even break her nether. Because she's going to go to a place where they don't know the nether. She's going to go, go, go with somebody. And therefore, we don't want such a situation to uh, take place. So what did the rabbis do? The rabbis came along and said like this. Therefore, how uh, Rabbis came along and said, you want to say timani lach? Prove it. You want a divorce? You want to get ketubah and all that? Prove that you were timani lach. Stam, you can't just say to Arilach and get out. Hashamayim benile benecha. She comes along and says, hey, "Listen, the sky knows, the heaven knows that you don't have your rekhets and all that." I guess she has claimed. You know what? Yasu derech bakasha, which means a pizza. The Yerushalmi says, "Let the husband make the seudaf uh, talk nice, to, uh, be nice." To, let's just forget about her claims. Talk her out of it. Don't uh, don't let her go through with uh, such a claim. Which means, normally before the takana, it's okay. Shemayim benecha, she's out. Now he's no, 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 no. Work it out. Reconcile it. Appease and all that. The Nutulani men Yehudim, which comes the Nutulani men Yehudim, yafel lechelko v'tem shemashtov v'tem Nutulani men Yehudim. No problem. When it comes to the Tashmish, let him be mefer his side of it, because beno the bena obviously, and then the Shem Yisro told the other Yehudim. What do I care? She was a citizen of the Shem everybody. Let the husband break his uh, section from it, and uh, let, let, let it be remain there for a minute to everybody. So that was the end of Takana. That came, uh, that came after. Now, the Ran over here has a very interesting discussion. It's, we, have to, uh, we have to analyze the, the Ran's uh, discussion over here for a second. Okay. Good. Let's discuss the, uh, the, the Ran's uh, subject. The Ran is actually the Ikali Medaka Matnitin. Yeah, I'm going to speak at the outside so we can appreciate what he's saying. Initially, initially, a lady comes along and says, the law is what? She's forbidden against her uh, husband. Get ketubah. That's the initial, that's what it was. Then the rabbis came along and said, oh, we don't like that. Because it can run into issues over there. The lady sees somebody else. So now watch, let's say, you like to get a divorce so she can go with Somebody else, too easy. We don't like that. Okay, you got to prove it. That means what? According to the second takana, she says, It's nothing. Stay married until you bring a proof. So the Ran says, What are you talking about? If the original law is that when a lady just says, She's forbidden to be with the husband. How could the rabbis make a takana and say she can't be with the husband? How could they uproot something? That was as soon as make it mutar. Normally, the rabbis have the power, generally speaking, to be passive on things. Make tekanot that are passive. Shiv al taaseh. Here they're saying, go back to your husband. What do you mean? According to the law, you're telling me really she says tevats enough that you have to leave. Now you tell me, you know what you say to her? Go back till you bring a proof. What are you talking? How did the rabbis come along make a tekanot bekul taaseh? They could. Rabbis have power to uproot, I understand. But they have power to uproot being passive. But not uprooting saying, Don't. go back. Now you might come and tell me, it's called Hura'at Sha'a. Well, rabbis have a right to, you know, once in a while, break the law and things. Yeah, but that's only temporarily. For example, in the Awan Navi, in the times of the Bet HaMikdash, he brought a korban on a private altar. That was forbidden, but he only did it once. So a rabbi, a Navi, has a right to break the law, temporarily, not to make a... That's it. When a lady comes along and every time she says to me, ah, go back. But if you tell me the initial law is, you can't go back, how can they come along and say, you can't go? What happened to the law? 
So the Ran offers a very novel interpretation. He rejects it, but he answers like this. Could be the answers like this. We have a general rule. Anytime somebody gets married, call a mekadesh al daat Anybody gets married, your marriage is according to the kedat Moshe Yisrael. The rabbis have the power on the marriages. Now, if the rabbis have power on the marriages, they also have the ability to be mafkia marriage. They have the ability to uproot marriages as they see fit. So he says, you know what? This is what happens. A lady says, Timi'a'ani. She said, Timi'a'ani. She's an Ishat Kohen. That's the case, Kohen. She was in us. And she's saying it. And let's say it really happened. How could the rabbi say, eh, go back till you bring a proof? You know why? Because they'll say, at the time that she went with that guy, or that guy raped her, they temporarily uprooted the marriage. And therefore, at that time, she wasn't married. And therefore, she's permissible to go back to her husband. Again, if the rabbis have a power to uproot marriages, what are we worried about? She's saying to me, according to the, according to the law, according to the law that we understood, divorce. Rabbis came along and said, no, no, stay married, go back. What are you doing? The Lord's got to leave. No. The mechanics works like this. She comes along and says, I was, uh, I was raped. Go back. Why? Because the rabbis have a right to say, at the moment that uh, that guy went with you, we took off your marriage. You weren't married to the Kohen. You weren't married to the Kohen, no problem. So if you went with this guy, you don't become finished. It wasn't your husband. Ask you. And therefore what? Go back. Stay married. So therefore, that's the mechanics that they used. The Ran rejects that. A single girl. Huh? Yes, go back to the Kohen, but die. Unless he's a Pasul. Unless the guy is a Mamzer, or a Halal, or things like that. But if it's a regular guy, she does not, does not also have to go back to even a Kohen. That's what we learned in Masechet Yibamot, or Ketubot. Which means, again, and that's the problem of the Ran. Because the Ran said that you just limited the case. You said, if she was raped, if she, if she was raped, she's afkinu rabbanan. But that's only in a regular case of a regular guy. But if she, went, if she was raped by Mamzer, it's not going to help you afkinu. Because once she goes with a pasul, she cannot go back to, 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 to her husband. She was raped by a halal, she cannot go back to her. Because when you go with a pasul, she becomes pasul as well. So the Ran comes along and says another answer, which is an answer that he accepts. He says, you know what? It's reverse thinking. Really, according to the original Tekkanah of the rabbis, Saying Tema Ani is not enough. That's not the law, by the way. Tema Ani that you say you have to leave was a stringency. So the rabbis initially were stringent. But when they saw that their stringency is not a good stringency because now ladies can use it. So they went back and they put it on the initial law. And the initial law is you got to bring proof. Which is, we thought that Tema is a law. How can they break the law? No, that's not a law, by the way. That whole thing was a stringency. Which is, the initial law really was you got to bring proof. They came along and said, you know what? You don't even have to bring proof. But then they came back to the initial and said, no, 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 bring proof because it can be run into, run into power. So therefore you don't have to worry about how the rabbis over. They didn't override anything. They were being mahmir. Then she get a divorce even without a proof. They said, no, no, what? Go back to the thing. You need a, uh, you need a ayah. Okay, good. Good. They made it difficult. Exactly. Because they don't want it to go now and uh, see somebody else. Now the she'ila is like this. Iba'ilil. Amra leba'la timi'a'ani. Simple case. Our case the Mishnah. She told the husband, I am Tame'ah. Mao Shitukabitruma. Can she eat Tiruma? Which means leave the discussion now whether she, she stays married or not. She stays married, she stays married because we said she gotta bring a proof. Correct? But once she says the word Tame'ah, she's married to a Kohen. Now if she actually went with uh, somebody else, if she was Ne'insah, so technically, she cannot stay married to the grand. She loses to Numa. But the question, we didn't believe over here, right? We still got to be proof. The question, maybe we didn't believe her just for the, to stay married. But maybe she cannot eat to Numa. What's the question? Ibailu, Amrad Ibala Timani, Mao Shitukab Tumah, Rav Shishat Amar Ochelet. Rav Shishat, you know what? Eat. Why? Shilot Tutsi Laraz Albaneha. Because I'm concerned about rumors about our children. What's the logic? What's the rumors about our children? What am I worried about? If she doesn't eat, what's going to happen? I'm concerned that... I'm not worried about the children that she has already. Children that she has, everybody knows the Kohanim. She was married legally to this Kohen. Everything was fine. Once already people say, eh, she's not eating Tenuma. Must be she went, she did something. 
any child she subsequently has from this Kohen now is going to be tainted. Because if she went with somebody that she's forbidden, the Kohanim are not, the kids are not Kohanim. So therefore he says, listen, you better give it a Tirumah. Because if you don't give it a Tirumah, what's going to end up happening? You're going to affect the, uh, the, the future uh, of the children. So comes again what says, uh, what do you write about Lala's on her children? Why should, they, why should they pursue her children? The people will just say, you know what, she's not eating Tirumah? She doesn't have Tirumah. Maybe that's what she has is Cholin. Every queen always has Tirumah to eat. When they see her eating Cholin, what are they going to say? That's what she has. She only has Cholin. How do they know that she's eating Cholin because she can't eat Tirumah? Maybe they'll say, what she's eating Cholin, she's eating Cholin because she has no Tirumah. Which means just because she's not eating Tirumah is not going to indicate to the people any, uh, any signal of any, of any sort. You understand the Makhlokar over here? Again, let's get the Mahlokit clear. The Mahlokit is when the lady comes along and says, Timiani. We're saying what? Stay married. Okay, stay married. And what's the reason why we said stay married? Stay married because we don't want to, she's going to use this to go find somebody else. Okay, good, but maybe what? The Gabe is staying married. Maybe she cannot Tirumah. Maybe Timiani is enough to ruin her from Tirumah. So the first rabbi is who? First one is Rabbi Sheshat. says, you know what? No Tirumah. I'm sorry. <coughs> yeah, Tirumah. Why? Because if you're going to stop eating from Tirumah, now the very people say, oh, stop eating. must be something happened over here. Therefore, the future kids are not going to be uh, Kashila Kiwana. The other rabbi, who's the other rabbi? Rabbi comes and says, no, eat Tirumah. No, eat Tirumah. Why? Because by not eating Tirumah, no one's going to think anything. They're not going to think about your kids. They're going to just say, she's not eating Tirumah because uh, she doesn't have Tirumah. She only has a Khalid. Oh, Gemara says, Umodeh, Rabsheshat. Let's say she became, she said Timani, and then she became a widow. Then you're ready, she cannot eat Tirumah. Why? Very good. Which means like this. What's the reason why Rabbi Shishat said she could eat Tirumah? I'm worried about what are they going to say about her, her children. Right? Good. Now let's say she gets divorced. She said to me, I need to the husband. Okay, very good. Then whatever, she got divorced, so she became a widow. And normally a widow still eats Tirumah. Okay? But the Hadush is at that point over there, take the Tirumah away from her. Why? Because the people will say, now, why is she not eating Tiruma? They'll say, because maybe she did something now. Maybe after she got divorced, now she went with another guy, she got raped, and therefore she's forbidden to have Tiruma from now. They won't be Mutsilahas on her to the whole reason why Rav Sheshat allowed her. Get clear. What's the reason why Rav Sheshat allowed this lady to have Tiruma? And what are they going to say about the children? They're going to think that the children are not going good. But now she's divorced. Or she, she got, she got, she got, she got, she got, now they stop us. They see her not eating turma. What will they say? Oh, probably something happened after she got an almanah. She went with somebody. Once she goes with somebody after the 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 she cannot eat turma anymore. And therefore what? That's why after marriage, after the almanah, she's going to be a surat after all. Look at the Ran. Look at the Ran says. Bottom line in the Ran. Hashta hudi itnisa. Okay, let me speak out clearly. Just take two, two extra minutes here. A lady that gets uh, widowed from a Kohen, could she eat Tirumah? Yes. If she's raped even, she can still eat Tirumah, by the way. But if she goes with a Pisula, let's say she went with a, a Mamzer went with her, or a Halal went with her, and all that, then already she loses her rights to have Tirumah. Good. Now you know the law? Now let's discuss Rav Shishat's logic. Rav Shishat's logic was like this. Lady comes along to her husband, Stay married, continue eating Tirumah. You know why? So I'm concerned now that people are going to start seeing you not eating Tirumah. What are they going to say? Oh, it could be she really went with a guy. She's not, that's why she's not eating Tirumah. Her children now are no good. Keep everything status. Eat Tirumah. Beautiful. However, that only applies when they're married. Once already she becomes a widow, I'm not worried about the children anymore. Now when they stop seeing her eating Tirumah, what are they going to say? Now she became a pasul to eat Tirumah. She did something now, after the, after the, after the marriage. Therefore it's not going to affect the children. The children were good. 
I, why should I need Turma? Because she did something now. I did something now. Who's going to affect? No problem. It's not going to retroactively post her on Turma. I'm saying she stopped eating Turma because of something that happened after the Al-Minut. Good. So there's no, no to see laws on the children. Now we go to a point that we spoke out already. I'm on a papa. The papa said, Badak lan rava. Rava asked us a question. He was testing us. Eshet kohen shene insa. A wife of a kohen that was raped, yesh la ketubah or em la ketubah? Does she get the ketubah or not? Now we know the answer to this already. That's exactly the case of our Mishnah. A wife of a kohen that gets the insa, does she get a ketubah or not? So what's the question? Kivan de honest legabe kohen kerason. Do we say that since an honest to a Kohen is like a Ratzon to Israel, which means by, just like by Ratzon to you say you got to get divorced, honest by Kohen is like Ratzon to Israel, and just like by Ratzon you got to get divorced when you say no Ketubah, so maybe honest by Kohen you got to get divorced, no Ketubah, or Dilma, Matzi Amrale, Ana Hazina, she can come and say I'm good. The Gavrad is the And you, your luck is bad. Your field got uh, lost, which means, I, I have no problem. If I was married to somebody else, I would get my ketubah. So just because I was married to you, it's your fault. You're the Kohen. That, 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 that's your issues. Maybe she can get the ketubah. Famrina and this, we answered the question like this. Matnitini. We told him it's our Mishnah. What's the Mishnah? Ha'omeret temea ani lecha. Right? The, the, uh, the, the, the lady tells the husband, I'm tamet to you. Yes, la ketubah. We said she gets ketubah. Ma askinan. Idima be'eshet Israel. If you talk about it's a regular case of Israel's wife, ibe'atzon. If she did it willingly, klum yes la ketubah. Of course, she doesn't get a ketubah. Ve'ibe'ones mikametzera al gavra. Why does she have to get divorced? If she's eshet Israel and did it, but it was by force, she could stay married. Ela be'eshet kohen. But klum be'eshet kohen. Ve'ibe'atzon. If she did it willingly, klum yes la ketubah. Of course, she's not going to get a ketubah. Mi'garam eshet Israel be'atzon. She's not going to be worse than eshet Israel than be'atzon. Be honest. Must be talking about it's an Eshet Kohen that got Ne'ensa. Ne'ketani Yeshla Ketubah. What is the Mishnah? I said you get a Ketubah. So methodically the students answered to passive elimination that Eshet Kohen Ne'ensa. She has to get divorced, but she does get the Ketubah. Because otherwise, how can you learn that Mishnah? What's the case? It must be a case of Eshet Kohen Ne'ensa.